This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs has been in practice for 37 years as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. And now here's your host, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Hello, this is sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Welcome to our podcast. Our show is live in our studios in Kansas City at Sports Radio 810 WHB and our shows around the country now in many cities. And today we're very privileged because I get to interview one of the greatest baseball players ever put on a Yankees uniform. His name is Bernie Williams. You know who he is. Five All-Star appearances, four World Series titles. How many great memories he gave Yankee fans, but fans around baseball because of his ability to play, play it the right way. He was known not just for his physical skills, but for his being a great teammate and also his musical career. But now Bernie has something that he wants to talk to other people about that's outside of baseball and outside of music. And it's about health. It's about idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. It's a disease that took his father's life. And he's very involved in trying to educate people about this. So, Bernie, thank you for taking the time to join me today. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Tell people why you got involved in this IPF. You know, I know you took your father's life, but why are you so involved in it now? And what are you hoping to do to help educate people about it? Yeah, IPF, you know, as you, as you mentioned, idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. It's uh, uh, a devastating disease. It's a terminal disease that is progressive in nature. Uh, it's basically scarring of the lung tissue uh, that is irreversible. Uh, and people lose their ability to breathe on a progressive basis up until the point that they cannot breathe anymore. Uh, and, uh, you know, they pass away from it, which is what happened with my dad. Uh, he was 73 when he passed away, uh, and he was, he was our life. He was our hero. He was our Superman. Uh, and uh, to see him go uh, pass away the way that he did, it was devastating for us. Uh, for me personally, because he was, uh, you know, the guy that uh, taught me how to play the game of baseball when I was eight years old. And he was the guy that uh, taught me how to play uh, guitar when I was eight or nine years old as well. I looked up to him. Uh, he was uh, indestructible in my eyes. And uh, seeing him uh, succumb to this uh, devastating disease was really hard on our family. Uh, so uh, I am teaming up with uh, Bear Ringer Engelheim uh, in a campaign designed to raise awareness uh, for IPF, it's called Breathless. We do have a website called breathlessipf.com in which uh, people that may be experiencing some of these symptoms, you know, like you mentioned, uh, shortness of breath, uh, fatigue uh, in any kind of uh, uh, athletic or, you know, even normal life activities, you know, going up a flight of stairs or uh, things of that nature, a dry and persistent cough that uh, is unusually long-lasting, uh, uh, you know, for months, uh, you know, something that would give you an indication that something is not right, you have to go right away and uh, try to uh, 
get to a doctor right away so they can refer you to a, a pulmonologist or a lung specialist that can make the determination of whether or not you have IPF. So let me, uh, let me ask you a question. A lot of people get coughs, obviously. This is the end of the flu season. A lot of people have been ill. I myself have had that. How do they know the difference between having IPF and maybe just having the flu or something like that? Yes, uh, it's a really, really good question, and the answer is that you don't know, and that's why you have to go to the doctor. Uh, uh, not knowing uh, is one of the most difficult things of this uh, disease uh, because of the fact that the symptoms are uh, sometimes uh, common in other ailments, you know, like bronchitis, and like, as you mentioned, uh, the flu, uh, COPD, asthma. Uh, the difference is that uh, IPF is, is, is terminal. So you have to uh, uh, rule it out of the way. Uh, and the way of doing that is by going to the doctor and get tested for IPF and uh, have the doctor say, uh, you don't have IPF, you know. Uh, or, you know, obviously dealing with the uh, condition if you actually do have it, but uh, there's no way of knowing, on, knowing on, until you actually get tested for it. Uh, uh, pulmonologist uh, is the right person, the indicated person to give this kind of test to you. Uh, so they could determine whether or not you have IPF. And there's a lot more information about this subject in our website, uh, breathlessipf.com. How did you determine your dad had this? When, when did you guys figure it out? Uh, we, uh, it was just kind of like almost out of the blue. You know, it was uh, sort of a, a progressive uh, change in demeanor in his uh, attitude towards being, you know, going out, outside and doing exercises and training us and going to the beach and uh, just any kind of uh, uh, athletic or, uh, you know, anything that he had to do that had to, uh, had to do with going outside and uh, just doing uh, any kind of uh, body movement, uh, he was very reluctant to do it. You know, at some point, uh, uh, we, you know, told him that he was, you know, there was something wrong and we had to do, go to the doctor. And once we made that determination, it was a really, really long and arduous uh, uh uh, journey, you know, of being uh, misdiagnosed, you know, with uh, this condition and that condition. And uh, it wasn't until a doctor was able to make the right determination uh, with his diagnosis uh, when we were able to know what he had and uh, obviously hit, uh, hit uh, with the devastating news that it was a terminal disease and uh, uh, there was nothing much that they could do at that point. But at least we knew uh, that uh, that's what he had uh, 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 so it was uh, it was really hard for us to deal with that that as a family. As, as a great athlete and a musician, many people when you play for the Yankees, you know, would look at you as being invincible. I mean, you, Mariano Rivera, all your teammates, Derek Jeter, you guys are invincible. But you're, you know, I, I for years and 38 years I've been working as a sports psychologist, 28 years on the radio, have talked about athletes are people. You have feelings, you have emotions. And you may, you know, I always like to say you can have two athletes who are physically the same, but one with a stronger mind will come out on top. But in the bottom and the end, you're still a person. And you've got to deal with your emotions and feelings. And, and obviously for you, this has been something you've had to cope with and deal with and try to be able to move on. And it sounds like what you're doing now with this program is trying to help people out so they don't go through some of the pain you went through. That is true. And uh, there's really, really important comment about being uh, uh uh, sort of that notion of the athlete being invincible, because as a young athlete, you actually buy into that, too. <laughs> you think you're invincible as well. 
Bernie, I can't thank you enough for joining us this morning. This has been a fascinating few minutes here. I could spend hours talking with you because you, you know, I, I've been doing this sports psychology work for 38 years and I've talked to God knows how many people, but you get it. You understand what it's about. And I think the fact that you are now dedicating so much of your work to helping educate people about IPF because of what happened to your father is a testament to the type of person you are and also the way you were raised. So thank you so much for joining us this morning. And, and Bernie Williams, if people want to get a hold of, of information about IPF, where, where do they go? Yes, really important. Uh, we have a website. Uh, as I mentioned before, the campaign is called Breathless. We have a website called breathlessipf.com in uh, which people you know, would go in and uh, see, uh, get an opportunity to get educated even more about the disease and know uh, about the resources that we have now uh, to treat the disease. Uh, it's really important people go there and uh, uh, see if, the, you know, if they are experiencing some of these symptoms or know uh, of anybody that they know, you know, a loved one or a family member or a, a friend that may be suffering from these symptoms, uh, and be really encouraged them to go to the doctor and get checked. Well, Bernie, thank you so much again for joining me this morning. I appreciate it, and the best of luck with you with helping educate people about IPF and helping people to help hopefully save some people's lives. I appreciate it. Thank you so much uh, for having me, and thank you for the opportunity to spread the word. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour.